Hi, welcome to the Gateway Gamers Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm RP. And this is a podcast where a veteran like me introduces the world of gaming to a noob like me. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. How are you, sir? I'm good. I'm ready to close out our season three uh, Mm -hmm. summer blockbuster uh, extravaganza. Yeah, it it was a fun project, but it was definitely taxing for sure i think uh it was tough to do yeah it was a lot i think uh we may have bit off a little more than we could chew amateurs we expect i think yeah yeah i always have a big big plans and are able to execute it all the time yeah but hey we tried and we finished and that's what matters and i hope you guys enjoyed it we did have fun and i hope you guys enjoyed it learned something new about a board game, about a movie, and about mm-hmm. us. So that's yeah. kind of our goal. Yeah. So uh, this episode is just like a countdown. Um, if you've been following us for a while, you kind of know we kind of rank by seasons. Not really seasons, just kind of how we break it up. Just makes it easier for us. Um, we usually do a top 10. After our 10 games, that's the end of the season. We'll rank the 10 games. Do a little banner, kind of talk about if we played the games again. Um so we're just going to rank the Blockbuster Summer, which was only seven games. Yep. So we're just going to kind of rank the seven games that we played. Yeah. Pretty simple. Yeah. yeah easy peasy. Everyone loves a ranking. Everyone loves a list. So for the most part, these are, yeah. uh, easy episodes. Yeah. <laughs> and they're and actually I, well okay. listened to, surprisingly. Hey, we, we give what the fans what they want. Um, That's right. Some people just like a little season recap. That's all. Yeah, um, exactly. And I'm, I'm curious to see where our where our rankings kind of align. I think that we I think we might be a little simpatico here. Uh, yeah, I think our rankings. I think our highest rank and our lowest rank might be the same. I'm curious about the middle. Yeah, I, th- I think so, too. Yeah. All um, right. So let's start off. We'll start off with number seven. My number seven is Alien Faith and Nostromo. And so is mine. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> um, so Alien, Fate of Nostromo by Ravensburger Games. I, I'm just going to go over why it's ranked so low on my list. I think it's just the theme wasn't there. Yeah, it was a yeah. roll and, it was a roll and move game. There was a little components, but there, as we talked about kind of extensively on the episode, what they could have done to make a better mm-hmm. game and make it more um, stressful like the movie or things of that nature that really ooze the theme of the film mm-hmm. into the board game and it was lacking for sure so yeah. uh, compared to everything else it really was just a very forgettable game at a higher price point yeah so if you listen to us you kind of know we love a good themed game especially when it's ip related we love when they can stick that landing of this feels like the movie and this components wise and I feel like this one just kind of, and we, and it's funny because we got messages afterwards uh, from listeners and uh, on Instagram of people saying, this is more of a kid's game. It's a big box store, family friendly game, which is fine. It's, it's true because there are other alien games out there that are more cutthroat. And I don't know, it just, maybe I'll play those games, but this one was on the shelf. I grabbed it and it was just lackluster. It just wasn't up my alley for what it was was, like you said it's just kind of a move collect things go here go there there wasn't much else to do there was different scenarios for replayability but i just don't want to replay 
yeah, I don't want to take this game off the shelf. I don't want you to bring it over to my house again. Um, <laughs> I think it's going to get purged. It's going to be part of the purge pile. I have a, a Doc- pile yeah, that I'm going to get rid of this week. I understand. Um, and not to totally like kind of poo-poo it, I want to give a little prop to it in mm-hmm. the art. The art, fantastic on the cards. Um, yeah. And other, but other than that, yeah, like I said, it was just a theme that killed it. It just, yeah, it was, 100%. it was not oozing theme. It was very dry. It was, what's the opposite of oozing? It was dry, bitter theme. It was dried up and wrinkled. Yeah, it theme. was like when you get play doh and you haven't played for a while and a lid was off, just crusty. <laughs> so we have number seven, the crusty alien fate of the Nostromo from Ravensburger. Yep. All right, hit us with number six. So number six, I think we're going to be a little different here. Um, I have Jurassic Park unmatched at number six. And I know okay. you, and as you sit there and you make that make a face of laughing, <laughs> I hated this game. I wanted this game to be over quicker uh, than, you know, the Jurassic World movies. But this, it just didn't do it for me. I know you really liked it. It's a very, it favored you in the mechanics and, and the gameplay. And it just never favored the T-Rex. And mm-hmm. um, art components, great. Um, the pieces that go with it are awesome. However, gameplay left a lot to be desired uh, in in my mouth, and it's a taste that I don't ever want to taste again. It's like mm-hmm. uh, trying liverwurst. I'm thinking it's, you think it's going to be good, but it's not. I'm sorry to the people that like liverwurst, but yeah. Uh, so uh, I'm not surprised. And uh, to be fair, you don't like unmatched at all because no, we it- have played another version and you just weren't into it it's just for some for whatever reason it just doesn't click for you i'd rather play monopoly for three hours with you than wow (laughs) that's controversial (laughs) we might just cut that out audrey that's yet it's not (laughs) as bad as alien it's just not okay yeah that's a that's fair alien was that bad all right my number six and um was the wizard of oz adventure book game okay and this this was tough because I was very favorable towards this game. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was well made. It just um, it just was like a kids game, which I it just I'll never we we played it, we beat it. I'm kind of done with it, and that was kind of why it's so like low on my list. Only because it's just a game that won't hit my table ever again. And That's it's fair. not to say anything about the quality of the game. It's just on the list of the seven, that's where it lies. Hey, I, I totally understand that. That game is very simple. It's exactly what it needs to be, um, but it oozed theme. And so that's why I had yeah. it a little bit higher. Um, yeah, so we'll go with number five. So my number five uh, is Back to the Future, Back in Time from uh, Funko Games. And that is also my number five. Okay, so that worked out. Um, um, simply because... I have it um, not second to last because the theme is incredible. Everything, mm-hmm. the components, the theming of the board, uh, the cards, the little pieces, the manual, the DeLorean, um, and even the mechanics, for the most part, work well. Game is just incredibly difficult, and it's not something I enjoy. I, I enjoy a challenge. This game seemed impossible, and you have given it a fair shake and have gone again, and you mm-hmm. still stand by that stance. This game is really hard very Uh, hard and i want to love it because i love the art the i love everything that makes me love a game 
except it's just too difficult. And when something I'm at this point in my life where if something is too difficult, I won't enjoy it. I got to a point with, you know, a video game and I just turned the difficulty down because I was enjoying the story mode and it just became like I didn't I didn't put it on like toddler mode, but like, you know, what I mean, mm-hmm. like I'm here for a good time not to be stressed out like to a degree where I, when we originally like were playing Thanos Rising, that was a challenge because we kept getting so close and then losing. And I was like, oh, my God, I wanted that taste. But this we didn't even we didn't even crack it 60 miles an hour. We no. we just were so it was just so, so hard and felt like a game that is unwinnable uh, in, yeah. my, in my opinion. Yeah, it was this was a game where when you and I played like four or five rounds in, we kind of knew. Mm-hmm. And and that was where it was disheartening because it was like, as we talked about in our review, you have to get like the DeLorean to a certain spot. You have to get this heart meter up to a certain spot. If it was one or the other, it might have been more obtainable. Um, but having all those moving pieces with a limited time meter where we were literally able to look and be like, there's no way we can move the DeLorean as many moves. Yeah. And the, we knew the game was over and that that was disheartening. Um, as you said, I've played it solo a couple times now. I played it at least twice after we reviewed it, and it was the same thing. Like I got to a certain point where I'm just like, "This isn't happening." Like, and I and I don't know, like why. And I and I thought maybe we were doing something wrong. I kind of like went back into rules. I watched videos. And I'm like, nope, it's just that hard. Other people have commented that's a challenging game, and it's not impossible, but it is very challenging. And as you said. With the limited time I have for gaming, it's not something I want to do. Yeah. Um, funny enough, with video games, like you said, I play every game on easy now. I'm at that point in my life now. <laughs> like I was playing, a, I downloaded Sniper Elite, and like Megan, my wife, was kind of watching me, and she's just like, "This, this seems like I was getting shot by like 80 bullets and like running around <laughs> living." And I was like, "I have it on easy mode." I was like, "I just, I don't." care enough to be like yeah. because if you play in a hard mode or you're a sniper and you need to like there's a wind gauge like you have to really Holy anticipate crap. the wind and you have to like create a noise to distract people and i'm like nah i'm good i'm just gonna yeah. i'm literally standing in a field just shooting and they're like where is he <laughs> yeah i just play games now in like medium because or even if it's like it gets to a point like um star wars uh jedi fallen jedi order or okay. whatever the heck that game was that the, the the fighting in that game was so difficult that it became unenjoyable for me where mm-hmm. i was like i this is my free time it's supposed to be fun i like a challenge okay I, I i die four times fighting a boss that that's that's fine yeah but when i'm sitting there for two hours and it's just some people love that and more yeah. power to them and i understand that drive oh you you really want to feel challenged but at this point in my life i don't need that kind of challenge in a, in mm-hmm. a something that's supposed to be fun um i i like you know i think some sports games are, that they're challenging and i enjoy that because if i lose i just go to the next game but i i'm with you man I, i'm here for a story enjoying my time that i that i have and not getting frustrated to the point where i feel a game is impossible and that's how i feel when yeah Back to the future, back in time. Yeah, and this game is, it's hitting my perch pile. I just, I love it. I love Funko. I love Prospera Hall. I love the production. We raved about how much I love this game, but I just, I don't want to bring it back out for all the reasons we kind of said. Like, I don't, with my limited gaming time, I I don't want to be bummed out. I don't want to bring out a game and be like, all right, let's do our best. And within 
five rounds I know we're not going to win, and I still we still have ten more rounds to go. Yeah. It's just, man, it's just not for me. Uphill battle for sure. So that is number five. Back to the future. Back in time. Uh, so what do you have for number four? Number four, I have Fast and Furious Highway Heist. Okay. Watch. I'm surprised it's even that low. In the beginning of the summer, if you would have said this is like my one of not, I guess not top, it's kind of in the middle. I would have never suspected it. Um, <laughs> I, I just really enjoyed this game. We played it a couple times. We played it with uh, your friends. Your wife played. You and I've played at least twice. I think after reviewing, I think we we kind of yeah. played it again. Yeah, we did. Um, it's just a fun game, man. It just really is, and. It's Prospera Hall and Funko. It oozes theme, but it's also fun. And it is challenging, as we talked about, mm-hmm. but not and, impossible. Yeah, it's a good challenge. You feel like you are you are on the cusp of losing it or winning it every single game. And mm-hmm. that's a that's a fun challenge. And it mm-hmm. really yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's just I think it's the reason it is so low. It's just it it just wasn't a gateway kind of game like if you know what i mean it's it was a lot of moving pieces a lot of it's not a game where i could pull out and just be like hey guys let's play this real quick and that's the only reason it got bumped up other than that it would have been lower but i mean i really i was shocked how much i enjoyed this game nice um my number four is the wizard of oz um storybook adventure game because a lot of the things that you said i i did think it was relatively simple um, I thought it was a good game that you could p- kind of play collectively. It's absolutely a gateway game. This is for really anybody can play this game. Um, ze- almost zero reading, all symbols, all colors. This thing oozes theme unbelievably for me while keeping it simple and fun. Uh, mm-hmm. A decent price point. I think you get a lot. I think it looks good on your shelf and um, fun for the whole family, just like the film. So for that reason, and especially because of the gateway game, like you can, you can introduce this to anybody and they yeah. would, they would get it. And that's why it's, it's geared that way and produced perfectly. There's nothing in the game. The only challenging part was the last level. And I will say to a degree when we've played this again, we were just kind of go, eh, it's okay. Like yeah. if we don't beat the, because it's not something that I like to play because of the challenge of it. It's just something I like to play because I like the IP take wizard of oz out of this don't know if i if it's that high yeah um, yeah I, it was it was good it's a good as you should just kind of pull up the shelf and because it is level based you could be like hey let's try this level out yeah absolutely you don't, don't have to flow through the whole story and easy to stop and start as well so like you play two chapters one night or one chapter a night and you have a game that last year a week mm-hmm. with your your kids or your spouse or yourself like it, it doesn't really mm-hmm. matter so for that reason my number four is the wizard of oz okay and who makes that uh ravensburger right mm-hmm. uh, all right so number three uh my number three is unmatched jurassic park from mondo and restoration games um i just i like the unmatched system mm-hmm. i know you're not hot on it but i like the unmatched games not just this one this one i think was it was kind of lackluster to be honest of all the unmatched i played but i still enjoy the mechanics of it i enjoy the production of it i love the theme and i loved 
I've played this game without you with my game group. I love mixing the T-Rex with the other themes. So I like having uh, Bloody Mary and the T-Rex versus Deadpool <laughs> and Alice from Alice in Wonderland. Like yeah, I, that's pretty cool. So like this, the box alone is it's fine, which is tough to like gauge, but it's I like the system itself as well. And that's I get, why it kind I of falls. That. So, yeah, I get that. Yeah, no, um, it just it was whatever for you. I don't for it just in a hit. Yeah, it just for me, it just didn't do it. And it's not just that one. It's the I think it's the game itself. Yeah. But the mix and match and just like Vunkoverse is very, very cool and leads to unlimited re- replayability. Yeah. So yeah, I'm learning. I, that's like my favorite thing is being able to mix and match stuff. We kind of talked about before, like you said, Vunkoverse um disney sorcerer's arena like i love that like mixing looking, disney characters i'm starting to realize that. like that's my that's my itch that like that's always games. that's always been mine like that's why i loved kingdom hearts growing up and mm. why the idea smash of brothers smash and... brothers or jimmy timmy power hour for kids that grew up in the 90s early 2000s and uh you know even like the the, the avengers movies like bringing yep. them all together that's that's like that's my thing too um and definitely an itch I like scratched. So for that reason, that is your number four, unmatched. Three. Number three, unmatched Jurassic Park. Yep. My number three is Jaws. Okay. Um, when we played this game, I had not seen the movie in a very, very long time. After watching the movie, after we played, just seeing this, this game oozes theme. Unbelievably, like water, you know, coming into a sinking ship i don't know what you want me to say uh but i'm, I'm trying to think of something that works i can't i'm blanking right now guys it's That's a tuesday it, it's a tuesday we're night. too far I, gone yeah 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 um <laughs> but it's, it's it's just incredible that the the multi-facets of that game where there's the um the the shore part and then when you're on the boat i get that game was just incredible the mechanic was great relatively designed simply with the pieces but the art on the maps incredible and mm. i just loved it the, the flipping of the pieces the the cards the and the component of the hidden shark was so cool um and a game that i would we haven't played again but a game that i would really enjoy playing again because i feel like i never really got my bearings uh or my sea legs as you some might say uh mm. while playing that game yeah yeah i'm i'll wait to talk about it when it's my turn to talk about it but uh you'll hear i i agree <laughs> so i concur well, so with that what is your number two so my number two is jaws <laughs> from okay. ravensburger um for all the things that you said plus more i think i've played hidden role games before um where one character plays as i said a hidden role you don't really know where they're moving and they work but like the theme of it doesn't really work for me. Um, I'm trying to think which ones I played. I played like uh, there was like a I think Fury of Dracula, I think it's called where you're like Dracula being hunted by. It's very similar, but there's a lot more to it. Um, okay. And that's why I like this game. It's a lot simpler. And I like that it's, as you mentioned, it's basically two games in one. The first part of the game, one player is playing as a shark. The other player is playing as Brody, Hooper and Quint trying to find where the shark is. They all have their different mechanics that thematically fit while the shark is just kind of moving around. And it's a nice puzzle of like, 
where is this character going? Where are you going to go? Like it, it really works. And it's a good game where, as we kind of learn, if you're not paying attention, the shark can really run away because you kind of made some really silly mistakes that you might not make again if we played, which I think the game needs to come out soon. Um, and then the second part being so much smaller in scale when you're just on a boat and I'm popping up at certain spots and you're kind of deciding where to put your people and what weapons to use. I, I it's real it was really fun. Like I I knew I would enjoy that game, but I really walked away loving that game. Mm-hmm. It was a great game to kick this season three off. Mm-hmm. Too as being the you know the first blockbuster mo- movie really and then being our first game so yeah. that is my number three your number two Jaws from Ravensburgers game cool uh, my number two is Fast and Furious Highway Heist mm. um, really liked the components of this game um, this was a game like I, I said in the episode I w- kind of sat and waited on and I'm glad I waited on it and we kind of went through it together because it was a lot to unpack. And I think that it's not necessarily a negative against it, but it is uh, daunting and intimidating, um, especially as we are the gateway gamers. It's not it's not a gateway game. It's a tough game, but it's a, it's it's not necessarily tough. It's just there's a lot to it. And as you saw in that yeah. episode, that was one of our longest episodes of just explaining the game, because that's how long it is. Like it just there's a lot to it. But once you get going it's great. You know, you know, it's just like the films. It's a lot to take in, but once it gets going, you're like, you're like, buckle in, I'm ready. And yeah, where you and I uh, sat and did like a lot of research to learn it together. And like, we watch YouTube videos, you read the instructions before we really got grasped it. And once we got, like as you said, once we got going, we did great. Mm-hmm. When we taught it to your friends, it went great. So I think yeah. if it's a game where if you have somebody that plays it, it could help. Yeah, but it's a game where, as we kind of talked about it, if you're just a Fast and Furious fan and not a game fan, mm-hmm. you're gonna be like, "What is this?" Yeah. So that is my my biggest slight against it is that, and I'm I'm judging these on how we played him and and how we played them in the season, not replayability or anything. Um, this is a game that I don't want to take out again. Uh, nothing against it. It's just. It's a lot. I forget the rules kind of relatively easily. There's other games that I play a lot that I know where I can know I can just go watch a three-minute video and, and learn the rules real quick where this is kind of a daunting task. And I know if I got it out and I started to explain it, it would come naturally. But this is one that I was very much okay with purging and giving to somebody who might enjoy it and, and bring it out more. It's just it, – it's a lot. And when, like I said, we don't really get that much time. So when I do get this time, I don't want to take – 45 minutes setting up a game to then play and that is a slight but also there's you can applaud funko games for putting that much Mm -hmm. effort into a game that you can now get for like nine dollars yeah so it shows that i think the other day i saw on amazon it was like eight bucks yeah and it but it just shows that every single game they do they put in the time and the effort and that's a like and and you could see it in the in the play in like the game the art, uh, how the game flows, like they're just so good at what they do. And it's really awesome to see that. And we that's really all we did this summer was um Funko and Ravensburger. And and I think they're two of the best and joints of Prospero Hall, 
And I think they do that really well. And I think that was perfect to highlight them for Blockbuster Summer. So mm-hmm. I, that's half the reason. I think it's a great game. I really do. I I, I could I was blown away by the game. And for that, my initial reaction. And when we replayed it, I enjoyed it. However, it is a lot. And that is a slight knock on it. But if you're a veteran gamer out there and you're like, I can I can knock that out. Good for you. And try, definitely try this game. Yeah. Um, but for the shock value that it gave to us, and being a fan of the franchise and, and the art and the gameplay and just really everything, I have that at number two, yeah. Fast and Furious Highway Heist. Yeah. So, I mean, luckily for us, there'll probably be a Fast and Furious movie every like two years yeah. for the next like 30 years. So we could bring it out then like every <laughs> new new movie. Fast and Furious 28, we could be, we could pop it out. Well, we could just take it out. And by the time we're done setting the game up and reading the instructions, the next one will be out. Yeah, Fast and Furious 29 will be out. <laughs> um, all right, so that's your number two. So that My means number we... one, actually, both of our number one. Both of our number one. Harry Potter. Harry Potter, Hogwarts Battle. Yeah, this game's amazing. Um, probably one of the best games we've played on this show. Um, definitely in the top 10 of the games we've played on this show. Uh, and number one this summer. Being a huge mm-hmm. Harry Potter fan, um, it everything we talked about it just really everything we talked about being a huge harry potter fan seeing everything from the movie that you know and love biggest light movie stills but what are you going to do that's kind mm-hmm. of the thing that usopoly does though that's kind of their thing and, and anything with harry potter it is movie stills and i don't yeah it has to be a licensing thing somehow I, I guess because of like the illustrated versions with the books i would assume there's some licensing but gameplay uh mechanics um just just the flow of the game um the cards the re like just the deck building aspect of it is really super cool and going through the years and i cannot say enough about this game i love it so much higher price point and for me that's somebody that's a big point selling point for me with any game absolutely worth it yeah yeah everything you said um the game just works i got this game kind of when it first came out uh introduced to my wife and she loved it so i mean that's that's a huge bump on my list. When I could bring this game out and be like, hey, you want to play Harry Potter deck? We've played it a lot. I have great memories with her playing and beating this game. We have played it since. Even after beating it, we've brought it out and played again. We have introduced this game to non-gamer friends who fell in love with it. Like It's just such an easy... Even if they, haven't, they didn't get to, as you said, the later years where it does ramp up a difficulty... We've played like the first three, four years and they love it. I'm just like, yep, this is a game. It's not Monopoly. Like, it's just kind of like we could pull this out. It's easy to teach. Uh, There's great interactions between everybody. Um, Yeah, it's just really well done. I love a deck building game. I love dice. It has that. Um, Yeah, it's a a game my wife also loves. Uh, Well, strike that. Producer Audra likes it. Um, She... She'll play it. She'll play it with me. And that, mm-hmm. that's what goes a long way. I haven't gotten past year four, um, okay. but I just haven't been, pl- I haven't played it. I haven't had time to play it. Um, but this is a game that I think, I feel like Harry Potter is one of the brands that people who may not necessarily like games um, and may not even like the books, but they like the movies or, or whatever. I just, I, I feel like they're, they're just willing to give it a shot. And I think 
that this is absolutely a gateway game. I think that you can get somebody who isn't a big fan to play this and be like, Ooh, I, I like this. What, mm-hmm. what else is, is like this? What other kind of games are like that? And so on and so forth. And I just, it's awesome. It's a goddamn chest that looks like you're ha- you have Harry's chest. Like, it's just so cool. Mm-hmm. Presence is awesome. Um, and I just love it. Yeah. And as you kind of mentioned, easeability gateway game accessible where I love these type of games that as you play, it introduces the rules. I think more games need to do that to create yes. a level one. This is how you play. Here's the basic mechanics uh, next year. Same mechanics you have. Here's a slightly different mechanic or here's something to make it a little tougher. Absolutely. And it ramps up and amps. I love that games because my biggest way of teaching games is let's just play around. Mm-hmm. Like, let me show you how to do this. Let me. And I, I think this game uses it magnificently where it's like year one of Harry Potter deck battle, whatever Hogwarts battle. Here's the basic setup. You fight Crab and Goyle and Malfoy. They're super easy. Boom, boom, boom. You got the basics. Let's go to year two. Yep. I think year two has what? Just one, two more villains that have some slightly different mechanics. I think the ba- the Basilisk and uh, Lucius. Lucius. And in year three, you put out two villains. So, all right, you got to just navigate a little bit different. We had some cards with some different things. Nothing too crazy. And every year it ramps up and it slowly builds you towards the end game. Where, like, if year seven was the game... Mm-hmm. forget it people would be losing their minds like i gotta roll dice i gotta do what i gotta do this <laughs> like so it, it does yeah. really well and thematically makes sense of where year one harry just had to fight quarrel with his little whatever and then the bullies and then by year seven he's fighting the darkest wizard of all time and that's how this game flows it you learn more magic it's just thematically it fits but i love i think more games need to have that level one here's basic gameplay absolutely i think it's just such a good cool idea for gaming Mm -hmm. just like the pokemon battle i mean that's the best way to learn the game yeah yeah pokemon battle academy was a great way um Um, a game that i'll introduce a game that i'll introduce you soon has a very similar setup and introduction and why it's a game that i enjoy and hopefully you'll enjoy but i'm hoping that's something that companies start doing more of especially these type of games that aren't for gamers yeah they do this very easy introduction to make games a little more accessible for people yeah 100 percent uh and people are be willing to give it a shot uh so yeah. for that reason harry potter hogwarts battle is our number one game yeah, from usaopoly now the op the op yep. the op um, so um that is our season three games ranking yeah just real quick, would you be able to kind of run through those seven films and, and rank? Like, you don't got to give me a description. Just kind of put them in a quick order of what you would kind of put them. Like rank, rank them. the seven movies that the games are based on? Yeah, or... so, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, um, so, like, I'll go first. Go. Yeah. Um, so I have at number seven, Fast and Furious. Six, Jaws. Uh, five, Jurassic Park. Four, a little unfair. Uh, so I, I that it's a whole franchise, but Harry Potter franchise. I did put four. It would probably be closer to the top. Um, but I was just kind of, I really was blown away by how much I enjoyed Alien. So I have Alien three, 
Back to the Future at number two and Oz at one. Okay. Uh, I would go Fast and Furious seven. I would go, I ain't gonna hate me for it, but probably Wizard of Oz six. Gasp. It's going by my nostalgia, nostalgia berries. <laughs> and then probably Harry Potter. And then I think Jurassic Park, Alien, Jaws, and then Back to the Future. Yeah. I think just from pure nostalgia like those, that makes movies, sense. those are movies it, i grew up on if you would have told me to do it i would have i would have known that that would have been your ranking that would be my list yeah like i enjoy the harry potter movies but i didn't grow up with them right they're not as prevalent in my zeitgeist of that movie makes sense. pop culture that makes sense all right so um i don't want to just end it there i do have some uh disney news and board game news. So D23 is coming up to the ninth. Um, one of the big games are actually going to talk about. They might talk about our games, but a game that was announced with no real uh, news or pictures or anything is a game called Lorcana. So uh, Lorcana is going to be a trading card game, much in the vein of Pokemon and uh, Magic the Gathering. From Disney? From Disney and Ravensburger. So Ravensburger isn't really in the TCG, CCG world. Um, the only description we have is the game is set in a rich, fantastical world of Lorcana. And you play a powerful sorcerer known as a Lumineer. And you band together Disney characters from the Great Illuminary, which is a treasury of all Disney songs and stories ever made. Yeah. So I I think it sounds pretty cool. Like I again, I love mixing and matching. So this could be a really cool trading card game if it plays like magic, like basic magic mechanics where you're having a card, a deck with I don't like sea creatures like Sebastian and Little Mermaid. Like is your blue deck? Yeah. And you have a dark deck which could be all the villains. Like I oh, think I it be, could be really cool. I would be so in. Uh, I really liked, I enjoyed magic a lot when we played and just factor in Disney and it's kind of the same thing. Uh, yeah. Count me in. Count, 100% yeah, I'm just, count me in. I'm curious. I, I don't know. Like I, I, hope just, it's, very... I hope it's geared more towards teens and adults than children. I think I, I hope it's in the middle. Like yeah. I, I hope it's more of a basic trading card game. Like I hope it's at the level of poke. Not even magic's easy. I hope it's, but it's more like geared toward a very Pokemon type crowd. Yeah. Like Pokemon is an easy card game. It's very children oriented, but it's it's still tricky. Like you can still do a lot of cool things while still being very basic. Magic has that as well, but on a competitive level, you have to like really be able to make those combos pop and whatnot. Magic is brutal sometimes depending <laughs> on who you're playing. So I think that'd be cool. I think it could be Basically, instead of lands and magic, you're building Tell up in, songs or like spells. Like, I, so I'm curious as that comes out, more news comes out. I'll definitely be featuring that. I think that's a uh, an interesting idea, and I'm I'm curious how Ravensburger is going to handle it because they're not, like I said, they don't really have any stake in the collectible card game. They'll knock it out of the park. They always do. Yeah, they did well with Villainous. So I'm yep. hoping it's the same art style, like that paint it 
I if I see a screenshot, <laughs> I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> I don't want any screenshots. Palm for D23 right. as well. Yeah, Palm for D23 too. Get some sweet Marvel and some Marvel news. Yep. It'll be Thunderbolts and yeah, I think we're going to get an, a Thunderbolt announcement, and I think we're going to get another trailer, and then I think we're going to get a Fantastic Four official announcement. Yeah, that'll be big. But we'll save that for previously recorded. Yep, that'll that'll probably be previously recorded next episode. Yeah. Um, so something came up on my radar literally before we started recording, and I thought it'd be an interest, interesting topic to kind of talk about it because you and I are content creators. Um, and we've before we actually started creating the podcast, we kind of talked about what our audience was going to be, if we were going to be a clean podcast or uh, more dirty, quote unquote, dirty with cursing sure. and whatnot. And we just kind of said, like, all right, well, we're just going to stick with clean. So we have a few episodes where we do curse, but that's whatever. <laughs> um, so I came up, yeah, I came upon uh, this creator create a comic book and his name is um and he's claiming he got banned from dice tower west convention over youtube commentary do you are you aware of what dice tower is uh I, the youtube channel yeah so you've yeah. come across the youtube channel dice tower um uh tom vassal runs yeah, the, it he's the, the big yep they have the hat the glasses yep suspenders yeah. um so tom vassal dice tower I mean, are pretty much how I got into gaming. I think a lot of people will contribute their podcasts and their YouTube to a lot of reviews. And a lot of people really are involved in that community. Um, so this guy, I read the whole article and he claimed that like they got blackballed from the convention and he's a Christian and conservative on he's blaming that. Um, but he also has a video out where he's ranking the five hottest board gamer girls okay or it's just like what are you doing what are you doing and it's just why it's just very weird and i watched a video and it was it was fine like it wasn't anything too bad but it ain't starts talking about gnarly carly who we know from the instagram yep yeah. and he's just like oh like you know why she's not my number one it has this a very a picture of her and it's just like two two big reasons why and it's just like oh come on dude grow up yeah like you're making so, a video out of it yeah he should be he should be banned what are you doing this is a very inclusive environment what are you doing making yeah. people feel not included or subjected because of their gender the way their body look get the hell out of here with that yeah he, so he right rightfully so uh, not included in the dice tower, whatever you call it. Yeah. There's no, there's no need for that. And if he's such a good Christian, what the hell is he doing? Ranking yeah, other just, women. And it's just like, whatever, like there's beautiful women out there, but it's like, these are wives and whatnot. So it's like, I can understand like, and it's it like I said, it, it created a good conversation for you and I, because we kind of talk about that with like producer Audra. <laughs> like we mm-hmm. haven't really had my wife or producer Audra, like involved too much picture wise because guys no. are creeps. <laughs> like yeah. it's just like I no, don't know. Look, full full disclosure, there there is an aspect of this community where people just go and follow based there's there's look, no matter what industry you're in, sex sells. I don't care what mm-hmm. anybody says. This is a this is straight money one oh one. But 
there's a 98% of the people in this community are here to see pictures of your board games. Are you playing your mm. board games? They don't need to see a hot shirtless guy with holding a board game or a, a, a woman who is showing her chest, whatever. Some people go and look for that specifically and some don't. And some people accuse other women of doing it just because mm. of how they look and how they pose when it's just them being unique and playing their game. It's just being them. It's just dressing. They're just yeah. wearing dresses because that actually happened to Gnarly Carly where she, like, someone commented and been like, oh, like, why are you putting this up? And it was just her wearing a shirt. <laughs> like, yeah, and she like she's living was, her life. She yeah. has a very successful Instagram page. Yep. And she haters has hate. And haters are going to hate. And also she has faced a lot of sexism towards mm-hmm. her uh, for her post. And it's just like she can do whatever she wants. And, mm-hmm. you know, you're right. These are these are people and, and they don't treat them that way. They, they treat them like yeah. they're objects. It's just things that anger me. So we are we are we chose to be inclusive in the way that we speak, to be mm-hmm. clean, to be accepting of all people and to post what we love and not try and sell you guys something. Mm-hmm. We're posting you things that, well, I'm, I'm not posting anything. You post everything, mm-hmm. but you're posting what we enjoy. You have a lot of fun of making the backdrops for the games and, and setting the games up and, and making it look really, really nice. We're showing you the aspects of the game we love. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. And, and like, let's be clear, like we are kind of corporate. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. we do have a sponsor. We have made decisions on our brand and how we want to present ourselves and this guy wants to present himself if that's his brand then i am 100 percent for it i'm 100 for free speech whatever but don't be shocked when you get called out for it or like you you have people that don't like that like don't be like whoa what 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 like understand that you're doing something like you have your own brand he has a comic book that he's kickstarting and guess what like people are gonna react negative to to that yeah yeah it's like you can have you can think you want to make your own top five on a piece of paper at home and like share with your friends that's great but it's like you are a brand we are the gateway gamers we have a brand that we decided this is what we're gonna do we had someone who reached out was trying to have us review their game and it wasn't a game that lined up with with us and how we are presenting ourselves i don't know if you remember that it was kind of it was a while ago. It was all he had a great game. He put a hundred percent into it. Um, but it just it was like a very satire heavy, like Nazi, so, yeah. like yeah, like it was I, I understood what it was, but it just mm-hmm. wasn't our brand. And he was a hundred percent receptive. He reached out, was like, Hey, I'd like you to review, and I said, I I think you have a great game. It's just not for our audience. And he was like, I respect that. All right, no problem. And I was great, what a good dude. Like he didn't get mad. Yeah, we like, had just... the, the we had the same thing happen over a previously recorded um year and a half ago. We had somebody reach out. Um, it was a publisher's this 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 author's, I guess that his editor or maybe his publicist or whatever, and invited wanted to reach out and see if we could bring him on for an interview on previously recorded. And I forget the guy's name. So I was just like, oh, wait, this is really cool. She found us through like some hashtags and in our Instagram mm-hmm. and, and whatnot. And I went on to search him. He's an Amazon looks bookseller. And he had a book called How the South Will Win the uh How the South Will Win the War or 
reclaim the United States or something like that, like where that. it was, it was a, it was kind of, re- it was referencing the civil war with the South and everything. And it was like 600 page book. And I'm like, no way. There's no way in hell that I'm inviting <laughs> this guy on my podcast. And she said, here, take a look at it. And she sent me the video and it was a video flipping through the book. And it just said, they won't It was 600 pages of, they won't. So it was a joke book, but it doesn't mm. say that anywhere on the Amazon listing listing. Mm. So I, I immediately was just like, no, it turns out this guy doesn't have those views that I, I don't want represented on my show. Yeah. But that leaves us open to criticisms and people thinking that we do think that way. Yeah. Based on this, this, this joke and same response. We totally understand. No problem. Blah, blah, blah. And here, this guy was just really just a film fan. And this was like a gag book, but it was underneath his name. And but we chose to not associate with that because yeah we are and there's an audience for that and he'll find it and yeah. that's great if but you just, know it's if, not the audience that we're promoting for no and if you it's a it's literally a gag gift and mm-hmm. if I had if if it's advertised itself as a, a gag gift and like in the Amazon listing okay we're a different story here but there's all it's just like one of those things that we are somewhat mm. corporate where we handle ourselves because the way that you perceive yourself online is how you are perceived in real in real life mm-hmm. and that's just not who and we I'm are a teacher yeah, <laughs> so it's like that makes it even harder yeah you're a teacher i have a i have a corporate job mm-hmm. um it's just luckily uh my name is ungoogleable <laughs> <laughs> so if you type in brian marvel you get like marvel comics you get a yeah. uh, captain marvel you get billy batson also <laughs> i found out recently there's a brian marvel that lives out in like arkansas and he is bizarro brian he's a family man he he's a like spiritual preacher he wrote a book <laughs> like i'm i'm trying i reached out to him i want him to send me a copy so i can like <laughs> autograph it and i'm like Does that's that awesome <laughs> that's <I> awesome <laughs> you are brian so, Marvel. yeah um, so i luckily in that sense yeah luckily uh I haven't had it. Strangely enough, I had one parent. It was uh, in June. It was like the kid's last day. And my mom was like, oh, like, thanks for being a teacher. Like, he really loved your class. I was like, oh, thanks for so much. She's like, oh, by the way, I listen to your podcast. Great job. And I was like, hell? I was like, I don't tell parents about it. Like, I have coworkers I kind of know, but I'm not. Only because, again, it's just not that we're signing crazy on here. But it's like, I just, I don't need it. My Facebook is private. My Instagram is private. I don't want parents to see. Yeah, no, again, it's not that I have this wild persona, no, but it's but like, the, I just don't want them seeing me up here in a picture and just look, judge me. This is a, this is a private thing that you mm-hmm. somewhat do. It's, it's very, it's very public, mm-hmm. but this is something that you don't need. Like, that's why I don't, I don't necessarily, like my co, some of my coworkers know about it, but it's, I don't have like a sticker on my water bottle or anything because this is something that this this is perfectly fine previously recorded there's a lot of curse words and things of that Uh, nature that i don't need necessarily need people knowing about i want my friends and i want people to find it but and the bit so it's just how you present yourself and so this is how that disassociated myself from (laughs) i've edited out any appearance from my (laughs) yeah um but he's he's judging people based on their love of board games and what they look mm-hmm. like. And that's wrong. And especially yeah, on, and I on think, YouTube. I think, uh, sorry, I don't mean to keep cutting you off, but I think I read, cause I looked more into it cause it was, he wrote the article. So it was his side of the story. And I like, I like getting both sides. 
um, where apparently there was other videos where he was like kind of talking about DC Comics and all the yeah you, choices I, that they're kind of making. I'm just like, man, it's bad business. Like, even if you don't agree, keep it just, to yourself. Even, or if, or if that's if, your audience, that's your audience. And don't get mad when people don't agree with you. But also, if you don't agree, there's a way to do it. There's a way to respectfully and intelligently say that you don't agree with this, with a direction a comic book company is taking, Mm -hmm. Uh, but to just be straight ignorant, that doesn't fly with me. And that's not how I roll. So now let's uh, rank our top five hottest gamer (laughs) girls. Now that we're done. (laughs) Uh, Well, my wife, your wife. uh, Nah, just kidding. Of course. (laughs) That's it. The, the loves um, of our lives. That's that's who we who we'd love. Yeah. Um, but again, I don't. I agree with free speech. That guy could do what he want, but don't act like oh what? Like you know yeah, what? You yeah. don't like it's just you know you're a you brand, do. dude. That you're a brand. Their brand. They don't be associated with you. That's Con- not their beliefs. Like that's nope. and that's consequences it. for your actions, man. Yeah. That's all it is. We do some wild stuff on here, and uh, Rescue Wicks cuts us off. That's it, man. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just there goes respect. the there goes the lights. The lights yeah. are off. <laughs> um, but I think that about does it for us here, right? Yeah, absolutely. We that was a solid episode again, as always. Um, thank you for listening. Be sure to like, follow, subscribe, um, like our Instagram, Gateway Gamers Pod, like previously recorded, which is RP's other project. I've appeared on it here and there. Um, if you enjoyed our movie talk that we kind of did, they do a lot more movie talk over there. They do a lot of pop culture stuff. Um, it's a great job. It's our network. Mm-hmm. Um, be sure there's, to visit. <laughs> there's a lot of episodes with just Brian and I on previously recorded as well. If you maybe don't enjoy um some of the formats that we do, but the episodes of me and Brian are very much just like this. Um, mm. And yeah, remember to check out the Red Bubble store and the T Public store. Yeah, Red Bubble, T Public. Uh, there's stickers on there, shirts, hats. It goes a long way. If you are a listener, not even just to us, to anybody, we've said it a hundred times. Um, and I was the same way before having my own podcast. I never liked or commented or rate it like a podcast, but it, it goes a long way. If you are a fan, give them five stars, um, comment on their Instagram every once in a while, buy their stickers, stickers are like two bucks. Like it, it means a lot. It really does. And it helps. It really does help. Like those, that little sum of money that comes in is something. It's not and even, even not the money, just the five stars. Like it's huge. Like it, it bumps us up on the list. We're more noticed. Our audience could grow. It makes us feel good. It's a nice shot of whatever that, that chemical is Serot- in the brain. Serot- serotonin. serotonin. Yeah, no, I, I agree. That's what I was going to say. It's not about the money. You know, when you guys buy something, it, it, it's great. The, the financial support helps. Mm-hmm. But it's just knowing that there's somebody out there that looks forward to listening to us talk. Yeah. And, you know, there's some days where we're like, God, I don't like, do we just skip a week? And then we, you know, seeing stuff like that where it reminds us why we like to do it and that mm-hmm. also people enjoy what we do yeah um and again not just us anyone you listen to any podcast yeah, like absolutely it takes two seconds to get five stars you don't have to write a review nope. or if if it's the podcast you listen to a while and they're kind of slacking give them three stars and say hey you haven't done this a while or hey we they do look and listen i mean unless they're huge unless they're like 
a billion yeah like unless it's you know what what what, what's like the biggest podcast right now i think how does get made like how does get made smartless uh it's yeah they may not not narrow it down but we we will we absolutely Mm -hmm. and yeah we got a five star we get a comment i'm all i'm all about it i'll text it right to rp look we got another (laughs) one yeah i was looking today too haven't got one in a while so help us out that's your cue yeah absolutely uh but, but as always thank you that's it oh we we love this we really are having fun yep and we love you all yeah we're uh our schedule is getting a bit busier coming up so there may gonna, be a... yeah there's gonna be some slight changes i think uh, potentially through the rest of the year uh but if there is a change you guys will be the first to know about it yeah yeah there may be some solo episodes coming up if i can navigate that starring um, brian marvel just me on the mic kind of talking through some solo games or whatever i feel like talking about solo topic bonanza just spin a wheel and yeah pick it out yeah whatever just you want. uh maybe i'll have reach out to some other people and actually have guests on even though <laughs> so behind the scenes behind the curtains we tried to have some people on the summer it's it tough. just kind of didn't work out for different reasons it's tougher than you think, man. Being a, a full-time podcaster is work. And <laughs> oh, we yeah. are not that. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. And, you know, the the, the crossovers that I've done, the, having guests on, it's it takes a lot of work. It's, yeah, it's like, oh, I'm available uh, Thursday morning, 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. <laughs> like, what? I'm sleeping. Like, yeah, what? yeah, it's 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 work. It's 100% work. Yeah. It's all, there's nothing more to say about it so mm-hmm. respect to people who do this four times Full multiple time. days a i week. can't imagine nope i cannot and i do not want to imagine nope no unless, blockbuster unless summer's eye opening enough oh yeah for sure <laughs> all right well thanks for listening friends we are off the blockbuster summer format uh look forward to more games more surprises for rp which is my favorite thing i love introducing <laughs> going back to that format of RP's yeah. a new gamer and introducing new games to him. Yep. Um, and uh, you're welcome for a new season. You're welcome to coming at you 14 weeks straight. Yeah, <laughs> it took me a second. I was like, we did. We did come 14 weeks straight. Yeah, you are welcome. Yeah, you are. Not absolutely thank you. Welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Seven games, two episodes a game. So you Woo. guys are welcome. And for the final time this summer, be kind. Subscribe. Subscribe. Bye, everyone.